Today's verse is Romans 1.17. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. Uh, We're working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. Uh, So this is, uh, verse 17 is one of the most profound, one of the most complex verses in Romans. Um, in, in preparing for today's devotional, I've, uh, I've read a good bit about this and I, I, I can tell I can easily get lost in, in verse, uh, 17. Uh, so I'm going to do my best. There's a, there's a lot here. I'm going to do my best to, to get this out quickly and clearly. Um, so, I mean, this could easily be like a nine hour, uh, devotional, but, uh, we're going to do it quickly. So the, it, in um, in verse seventeen, that's the gospel, and then the uh, when it says, "As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith." That's Habakkuk two four. Uh, so I'm going to read it again, but I'm going to I'm going to substitute. I'm going to clarify that the it is the gospel. So it says, "For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith." So. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. Um, so that I'm reading from the ESV there. I'm told that other uh, other versions make it uh, a little bit different, but um, that's that's the ESV. Um, so th- let's start unpacking this. First of all, the the phrase "the righteousness of God." I'm 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 told that. Uh, that that phrase has been uh, intensely debated by theologians. Um, it's it's a it's an interesting phrase, uh, which is why it's debated. Um, so, one thing to understand about this phrase, because it's not totally intuitive as to what it means, uh, back in the back in Paul's days, back in the New Testament days, uh, it was sort of common for people when they were writing to. Um, to add like emphasis or enrichment or weight to key phrases by adding a double meaning. And, and I think that's what's going on here. Um, it was common back then to, to have like double meaning phrases so that people could talk about what it meant. Um, and I think that's sort of what's going on with, with Jesus using parables so much is that you, you sort of want to add layers to what you're saying. We really don't do that today. Um, you know, my fellow lawyers have uh, sort of got, gotten that out of the out of the system by uh, making everything super clear. Uh, but back then, it was common for for there to be double double meanings and everything. So the double meaning, I think, is this. Um, I think it chiefly means that righteousness righteousness of God means righteousness from God. In other words, that you know, the, our right and good standing before God that is uh, given to people by God. Um, but the sort of fuller, uh, the, my, my study Bible says the fuller meaning um, speaks to God's right and moral character, you know, his, his holiness, his, his justice. Um, and then if you keep reading the, the word revealed, uh, where it says, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed, um, I think that adds a good bit to this profoundness and complexity of what we're dealing with here. No, no, no one would. Know, it, what it's saying there is that no one would know 
of the righteousness of God or from God unless God made it known to them, unless God revealed it. And then reading a, a few more words, it adds just like exponentially adds to, to, to what we're dealing with here. So it says, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. Um, so from faith for faith. So he, here's what I think that means. Um, we don't become righteous by faith and then maintain it through our own goodness. The purpose of all of this, the purpose of God's righteousness, of our righteousness in him, um, it is, it's un, it's sort of like unlocked from faith. But the reason for that is that it's for faith. It's the, the, that, that's the whole purpose is for our faith. So God is righteous and we are righteous through him, not, not for any other reason, but for faith. Um, it's, it's not, it's not to achieve worldly prosperity. It's not to, um, it's not to be happy or cool or, or, or accepted. It's the, the righteousness of God is for faith and it's for our faith. Um, there's, there's, there's never, there, there's never any other response. Like there's nothing else that we can do to, to, to change that. The whole purpose of this is for our faith. Um, so here's here's the profoundness in all of this. Let me try to distill the profoundness in all of this down to do a, a minute here. So the promise here is so much more than mere forgiveness. It's it, forgiveness is only half of Christian salvation. If it stopped at that, our our slate would be wiped clean, and then it'd be up to us to go out in this world and sort of add merit or credit uh, to our account. But it's it, it's like this. Um, Timothy Keller explains it like this. He says, it's like receiving, it's like being on death row and receiving a pardon and walked out of death row, but it doesn't stop there. If it stopped there, you'd have your freedom and then it'd be up to you again, but it doesn't stop there. We're, we're, it's like, it's like we're walked out of death row and then pinned all of these, all this honor and prestige on us, we're 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 crowned, and we have medals and all of that. It's that that's how profound, profound uh, Christian salvation is. But all of it is for faith. None of it translates into this world. All of this is for our faith. Um, so I'm I'm doing my best to sort of explain the profoundness of this. I'm probably you know radically failing, but a lot of people have sort of dug in on this verse 17 and sort of realized what the message is. So an example of that that I heard is Martin Luther. So Martin Luther um, Martin Luther says that this one verse, he credited this one verse and meditating on this one verse to, to, to realizing how major the gospel is and how um, and, and sort of what he needed to do with his with his life, and and what he said is that um, in in meditating on verse seventeen, he realized that you know man holds no righteousness of his own. Martin Luther said that that can only come from God, and I think if you think about that, I mean obviously he's right, but I think that changes the way that we live if we sort of grasp that fully. Um, you know, righteousness he said, can only come from 
faith. It's not from work. It's not from doing a daily devotional on a podcast. It's, it's from faith. That's it. It's, it's from faith for faith. Um, so my, um, and Martin Luther said that that, that sort of liberated him, that liberated his mind and sort of set him on, on the course where he, you know, um, he, he brought about uh, unbelievable reform in the church and, uh, and all that. So, um, and Martin Luther is not the only one. I've I've read that there's a lot of other folks who sort of meditated on verse 17, and it it, it made a profound impact in their in their faith lives. Lives. So uh, again, I'm not doing this justice. It, 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 this is not one of those things that you can listen to a nine minute daily devotional and 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 sort of achieve all of it. So what what I want you to do today is just think about what all of this means. Um, think about why why you're why you have faith. And realize that the reason you are righteous in God is that he wants you to grow in your faith. Not for any other worldly reason, not for any worldly reason, but for your faith. So I'm going to read it once more, and then I just want you to to think about this as you go about your day. For in it, the gospel, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Thanks for joining. We'll see you tomorrow.